Absolutely. I mean, we're so free. We can choose bondage. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, we can. <laughs> Emotional, physical, you know, financial, um, or actual bondage, you know. Right. And I'm yes. not sure. I'm not talking S and M. We're just going to leave the whole bedroom party stuff out. <laughs> talking about, you know, bondage in that sense. And you know, I think the reason that your listeners love you so much and are so dedicated to your show is because they want that purposeful, happy, joyous, free life for themselves. And you're curating all these voices into this show, allowing so many people. sister welcome to the happy purposeful and free podcast where we are all about going after our dreams living aligned with our soul's purpose and playing all out i'm your guide katrina lully life and biz mentor entrepreneur mama four wife and big kid at heart this is where you will get the realest of the real from me and our special guests about living a life with passion, alignment, and what's true for you. We don't do the small talk around here. We are all about being who we are, sharing the tools, tips, all the behind the scenes, and inspiring stories that empower you to boldly pursue your life. I will share all the goods on life, business, and relationships so that you can start living your happy, purposeful, and free. Let's do this thing together. What is up, my soul sisters? I am so excited to be back in the seat and to bring you today's special guest. And, you know, I love women in this space because we're all about connecting one another with other amazing women. It's how I met Michelle was through a friend of our mutual friend, Emily, and I'm just excited to bring you Michelle and what she's doing. It's so in line with, you know, what I believe, what we talk about here on the podcast, but let me introduce her, the official introduction really quick before we get started. Michelle Lamont, from a young age, recognized she had a gift for praying, dreaming, and speaking into existence the life she wanted, despite enduring years fraught with abandonment and physical and emotional abuse. Michelle is a resilient chameleon who's reinvented herself several times as an entrepreneur, spiritual coach, and motivational speaker, going from a failed suicide attempt, oh Lord, to manifesting interviews with Oprah, Kim Kardashian, and Cindy Crawford. Michelle is devoted to showing anyone, no matter what circumstances they find themselves in, that they have the power to create the life of their dreams. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Michelle, for being here. I'm so excited for this conversation. Woo-hoo! Thank you so much for having me here. And I am excited to open up and talk about it and get it all, get it all heard. Yes, yes. And I, and Michelle has a podcast. I was referred to her podcast and I'm like, I have to have this. I have to have her on the show. And so I'm excited about that. Before we dive into more of what you do, your story, I love this question that I get to ask my guests. When you were a little girl, what did you want to be when you grew up? Hmm. Well, my mom told me that I was going to be the very first female president. So I believed that I was going to be the first female president 
although I was vice president all four years in my high school, I was president of every company I've ever owned. So in some ways, I even knew it a little a little child that my name would always be on the front of the check. So <laughs> <laughs> I love that so so much. Oh my gosh. Okay, and since this is the Happy Purposeful and Free podcast, what does that mean for you? Happy, free, and purposeful? Yeah. Um, first of all, I think the important word there is free. Um, it's people, people try to associate like money with happiness or being in a relationship with happiness. But I think happiness, true, true joy and true happiness is being free, free to wake up um, where you want to wake up. Uh, what eat what you want to do, do what you want to do, work if you want to work, don't work if you don't want to work. Um, go rent a jet ski and go out on the water if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> and so for me, I think that, that the, the most important thing in life is to be free because, you know, as a woman and a minority, um, first generation Colombian American, I can tell you that I am like, so many women, um, minority women, feel marginalized and um, overlooked and overseen. And obviously, as a woman, we don't get paid as much as, as you know, the 16 cents is a lot over time, right? And so I think diving into your joy should be built around how much freedom do you really have? And free mm. is the, the big power word there. Mm, that is so, so good. Like, I, I, that's so beautifully shared and it's true like the free we are our own prisoners we put ourselves I mean there's outside influences as well but when it comes to this inner this work that we do like we we kind of lock ourselves in these prisons and to be really free uh to do what we want to wake up where we want you know it's all it's all kind of how we set ourselves up and the lives we choose to live and and being the creator of those lives absolutely I mean we're so free we can choose bondage Yes. Yes. Yes, we can. <laughs> Emotional, physical, you know, financial, um, or actual bondage, you know. Right. And I'm yes. not I'm not talking S and M. We're just gonna leave the whole bedroom party stuff out. <laughs> talking about, you know, bondage in that sense. And you know, I think the reason that your listeners love you so much and are so dedicated to your show is because they want that purposeful, happy, joyous, free life for themselves. And you're curating all these voices into this show, allowing so many people to create a touchstone for their life. And, and it's so powerful and impactful and it's, you know, kudos to you and, and, and congratulations to all of your listeners for choosing such a safe and wonderful and, and creative space to be spending time in. Mm, thank you. Thank you for, for that honor. And I, I received that absolutely. And it's true. Like, it's just, this is the work right now, I think is so important in the world, especially now in today's world. And the more light that we can shine, I know that sounds funny, but seriously, the more light we can shine, the more that we can look inward and love where it begins things would begin to change on a, such an astronomical level. Well, things are already changing. And yeah. I, I think the patriarch, patriarchal establishments are being broken down. You know, people aren't willing to just work for free anymore to make corporations rich. I think that um, 
fast food restaurants and other establishments of our detriment are going to be a thing of the past. Um, I'm personally a vegan um, and that is a part of my light journey as a light worker. I remember when I was going through my process, I was, I had read a book by a monk and he, this monk when I haven't done this on the podcast yet. So here you go. Um, as I was going through my spiritual awakening and we're all still going through it and we're all raising the vibration, even listening to the show raises the vibration of the planet because you're in a different, um, energetic, vibrational and frequency shift when you're tuning into shows like this and when you're looking and seeking because then you're really tapping into your own power and when I was going through this process one of the things that I did was I, I you know went and meditated with monks for 30 days I interviewed clerics and priests and rabbis and really wanted to understand you know at the mosque and at the temples and what what this all was about and this during my meditation process um this monk gave me a book and the book was about this, this monk who lived up in Tibetan mountains and back then, and I don't know if this was BC, but I kind of think it was, um, he had a goat along with the other people there and they all grew their own food and they were vegetarian and they had two bad winters. And the guy had taken this goat from when it was a baby until it was an adult but goat. So he had a very, you know, um, close relationship to it. So it got very, they got to where they really did not have any opportunity to eat anymore. And so the monks came to him and said, you know, we, we, we have to eat your goat to survive. And the monk said, no, um, if, if, if we can't um, survive without murder, then we shouldn't be here. And he, on the next page in his little, in his little stencil, drew a picture of a dog with a zipper. And the zipper was open and then out came a cat and out came a dolphin and out came tuna and out came a whale and out came a goat and out came all the animals of the planet. And he said, we are a universe, all one verse. Mm -hmm. And I was a Texan. I live in the island of St. Pete now in Florida. But growing up in that that way, I was like. Cut off its horns, wipe its ass, bloody as hell on the table kind of girl. And the second I read that, the second that vibrational energy transmuted into my reality, I threw out all my meat and I never went back. That moment I, I did it because why do you want to eat suffering? Mm. And then put that cells into your body. And those animals, it's not like, I mean, maybe if you eat hola you know, or something of, of that nature. If you're going to eat meat, like a lot of my friends are meat eaters and I'm not against it, but, but get it ethically because, you know, wouldn't you rather eat an egg of a chicken that got to see the sun than being eating an egg of a chicken on top of 500 other chickens to save $25 a year? By energetically, you're absorbing all of their pain and all of their suffering and all of their chemicals and all of their psychology. And that's going into you. And so for me, as a person in that energy, I just, it, it, nothing mattered as much to me. And I thought, yeah, I couldn't eat my dog. So I'm not going to eat her, her, her cow. And <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> uh, but I don't, I, I'm not somebody who ever stands in judgment of anything. I'm really, what you do is about you and what I do is about me. Oh, what that's a power, incredibly powerful story. And I never actually thought about it that way. 
when, you know, you're eating meat and like absorbing all of that energy. Cause I, I know what I understand about when we have trauma, when we have things happen to us, it gets down into our cells, into our DNA. That's why body work, somatic work is so important to really moving that energy up and out from those experiences. And uh, that just took it to a whole new level, like just, to, just beautiful, like beautiful, not beautiful, but beautiful, you know, um, a, a truth for sure. What, what, what brought you to this work? Have you always been in the manifestation mindfulness work? Like what brought you here into knowing that this is where you needed to be? Well, no, um, my, I was an entrepreneur most of my life and, um, started my first business with $250 and over five years grew it to a million dollars in sales. And then, um, after 10 years of that, I sold it. And then I opened my public relations. I closed it. I'm sorry. And then I opened my public relations agency and it didn't take me five years because I was much more seasoned and in tune. And I was profitable in 45 days. My first client was like uh, a charity event called dancing with the stars, Dallas Cowboys. And so, um, that was my first, my second client was Bravo uh, television. Um, so have I been manifesting my whole life? The answer is yes, because whatever we think about, we attract. And the law of attraction dictates that what you think about, you'll bring about. And it's already into your reality, whether you see it or not, you may not be able to realize it in your consciousness because of the way that you're interpreting your energy. And so I had grown up in, uh, my mother died when I was uh, 10 years old and um, my biological father picked me up from school and drove me down to Waco, Texas, which is about three and a half hours away and gave me away. And so within a 90 day period, I lost my mother, my brothers, my sister and my father and, um, you know, left me there basically. So being homeless um, and living in a place where people were constantly taking advantage and abusing you um, was a very difficult upbringing. And I knew that the only way to change the trajectory of my life was to get an education. And so um, I did that. I was, you know, ex did extremely well in school. Like I said, even though I was bussed in from the orphanage and it said Waco Children's Methodist Home, I was still in these classes. I don't know what they're called now, but back then they were called AP classes and um, was able to get multiple scholarships and go to college. And I married the very first person that was nice to me. Um, and sustained a almost two decade um, mentally verbally and abusive marriage where he would just humiliate me on a daily basis. Um, although he worked only for me and all the businesses I built because I had not done the work to forgive my father and to forgive my mother for dying and to forgive myself for who the, the, the person that I had to become to live in the, in the world that I had um, I was broken. I was a broken human. The only thing that I was good at was showing you how to turn your business around and make money. And to me, it became just unbearable. So I finally filed for divorce. And after I became legally divorced in April of 2016, I just felt like, well, if my father didn't want me and my mother died and my husband hated me, then I don't want to be here to make people famous and I don't want to be here to just make money. I want off the planet. 
And I set out on a very deliberate path to die. And I used all of my intelligence to come up with a fail-proof way. And my miracle happened that night. So all my dogs came out as I was about to put the duct tape on my mouth and drowned. Um, they came out one by one in a row and sat by my pool and stared at me at three o'clock in the morning. And one of my dogs is blind, was blind. All those dogs have now passed. But, and I see them one by one by one. And somebody who used to rescue animals, there's no way dogs just stand in a row. And so I pulled the duct tape off and called my friend. Um, her boyfriend was a paramedic and they brought over, um, it, it's a tat or something and it makes you vomit. And, um, she was like, don't go to the hospital. It'll be on your record forever. What if you don't want anybody knowing that you attempted suicide? Um, it might make it difficult to get insurance. So I ended up spending, telling myself I was going to spend three days in bed. And because I had already set out to die, um, I had my directives and I had a pet sitter lined up for 60 days to walk, come and walk the dogs every single day. So I didn't really have to do much of anything as I was healing. And I was really just broken me, but just not dead. And I'm laying in bed trying to just figure out what I'm going to do next since I'm still on the planet and this thing didn't work or didn't follow through, didn't finish. Um, I started just watch stupid TV like ER or something like that on, you know, past stories. And I'm in bed in this like cocoon and my TV is off since I had fallen asleep and, you know, it cuts off and my TV remote was on the floor and the TV comes on and it's on YouTube. And that's where I was watching ER and I hear this voice. And it says, the first words are, when you change the way that you look at things, the things that you look at change. And as somebody who prides herself as being very well read and intellectual and extremely um, aware, it was so profound to hear these words. And it was a man named Dr. Wayne Dyer. Mm, I love him. I love him. And so I ended up spending about the next 14 hours just watching video after video after video after video. And I got it in my head that I had to meet him. I was like, I have to meet this man. Then I found out that he too grew up in an orphanage and was abandoned by his, by his maternal person. And his mother, his father had left him at a very young age and was an alcoholic, just like my dad. Mm -hmm. And um, that his brother, he didn't grow up with his brothers either, just like me. They didn't know where they lived and all that kind of stuff. And then um, I found out that he died. He died August 30th of, of 2015. And I was so brokenhearted because I really want, I felt like he was my spiritual father and he kind of set that course for me to be in a place where I could open up energetically and feel like, okay, this all makes sense. This all really is, is communicating to me what I believe about life. And I started to go down the path. And as I went down the path, I went back to school 
and I got my mindfulness cognitive therapy degree, not because I wanted to be a therapist, but I wanted to understand how a logical, intelligent person could get to the place where I was. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't that I was depressed. It was that I was out of alignment. And as I started to elevate and educate and expand and take shaman courses and then crystal courses and then light worker courses, I'm a junkie like that. And I can't like I'm certified through Yale as a happiness expert. Like I, I, I just can't get enough of it. Hey, my sister, I just wanted to pop in here really quick and invite you to an incredibly beautiful and light space my own private Facebook group over on Facebook, the Be Rooted Sisterhood, aligned with your highest self. This is a space for women who are ready or are already stepping into alignment with their highest selves. This is the space to meet other like-minded women, receive inspiration, tips and tricks on living life fully aligned. When we decide that we are worth showing up for and connected to the root of who we are, we are unstoppable in life, business, wealth, and relationships. So I want to extend you an invite to this incredibly special space. This is where we are all gathering, coming together to learn, to grow, to be in community with, and share our lives with one another. I also pop in there with inspiration, tips, tricks, information, all of the things when things first come out. If you are not on my mailing list, then this is the space to be, but you should also definitely be on my email list. Head on over to Facebook or check the show notes for the link, but it's the Be Rooted Sisterhood. I cannot wait to see you in there understand the physics of it, sacred geometry, understanding what Einstein was talking about and how Einstein understood manifestation in such a cellular level and the metaphysics of it that I knew that I was tapping into my total truth. But I was still a publicist by record. And um, as I went through my manifestation journey, I got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm going to manifest 29 things in the last um, 20 weeks of 2018. And number four was manifest and one-on-one with Oprah Winfrey. And I don't want to give it all away because I have a whole episode about it. It's a phenomenal story. And even to this day, when I listen to that episode, I'm like, I can't believe that happened to me. <laughs> and, um, but the day that I got to meet her and have my interview with her, um, I passed out immediately after the interview. Cause I was just, so, <laughs> I mean, at the orphanage, I could, we weren't allowed to watch TV or listen to music. And one of the things that we were allowed to do is watch the Oprah Winfrey show. And so I learned everything about being a phenomenal human through my mom, Oprah. And I, I, you know, for me, I was manifesting Oprah since I was 10 years old. Um, I just wasn't a vibrational match to it. I had paid to hear her speak. I've written all of her, I've read all of her books. I mean, you name it, like her farm, she has 27 dogs on one. I mean, like I know everything, but it came full circle, and as her publicist walked past me and she was put her finger out and goes, nope, 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 I 
put my hand on my chest and I said, give me the words, God, give me the words, give me the words, God, give me the words, give me the words, give me the words, give me the words, give me the words. And I just start transmuting and alkalizing my energy from fear, from doubt to assurance. And as I see Oprah walking right past me, I said, Miss Winfrey, Miss Winfrey. And she kind of turns her head to the side. And I said, the late great Dr. Wayne Dyer says, I'm a realist. I expect miracles for people looking to manifest they're oversized miracles. What do you say to them? And she stops dead in her tracks. And then she turns around and she goes, thank you for bringing my friend, the Dr. Wayne Dyer into this event. And she walks closer and she says, ask me that again. And then I asked her again. And if you go to my Instagram, Michelle J. Lamont, you will just see a, an incredible big white orb over my head and Oprah's head. Oh. And this, yeah, this photo was taken by media outlets because it was a red, a, a blacklist, you know, black tie red carpet event. And the tickets to get into the event were, I think, between five and 25,000. And you have to listen to the story to hear how my angels and my guides did it. But after the interview, I passed, half fainted. I just, I was done and media outlets were taking photos because they were like, who is this? Nobody talking to Oprah. <laughs> and, um, and, when I, and when I fainted and I get back up, one of my friends was there and she looked at me and she's like mouthing something. And I thought, Oh, I just dreamed it. Oprah walked by and I passed out just by being that close to her. And, and I look at her and I go, did I pass out for the Oprah? And she goes, no, you passed out after you interviewed Oprah. And I was like, that happened? <laughs> and she was like, yes. And I, I remember grabbing my Instagram and changing it from TV media publicist to manifestation expert. And from 2018 until today, I've been curating my craft and uh, allowing my angels and my guides, um, my psychic abilities and my intuitive um, cognizant um, and clarative work to be used for the highest and the best good, not only to raise the vibration of the collective, but to show others that they are unbelievably powerful. We have no idea how powerful we are, but Michelle does, and I'll show you. <laughs> Oh my, what an incredibly just powerful story. And thank you for sharing that. And you, I know sharing like all of it and, you know, putting that out there for the world to see so other women understand, you know, even in our darkest times, there's beauty and we can come through that and where, where we can paint the picture of where we can go to coming back to our truth of who we are. Um, and, and it's just it, it, an incredible story. And so I can identify in there. I've had a suicide attempt myself and, um, you know, coming out of that and understanding like it wasn't about because I, I'm a sober woman and I've done um, recovery for several years. And uh, year in 2017, having my own suicide attempt, understanding it wasn't because I wasn't doing the work, but I was out of alignment doing the recovery work necessary. Like it wasn't about going to more meetings. It wasn't about, and this is no knock. All of that has been important to the journey, but all the, you know, having that understanding of like, this is about being in alignment and coming back to your truth of who you are, the spiritual connection. 
I agree. I remember thinking like when I was laying in bed, if you if you need me to stay on this rock, you're gonna have to show me why. You're gonna yeah. have to show me why. I I I'm ready, like beam me up, Scotty. I'm done. You know? And I so I, I, I relate on a, on a on a really big level with you, obviously. And um and I'm sure your audience would agree with me. We are so thankful that it didn't work out that way. Yes. Yes. And same, you know, I'm incredibly thankful it did not work out that way as well. And uh, it's just, it's, it's beautiful to me how we come into relationship with people and we meet people in different ways. And when we start sharing our stories and we start sharing our truths, like understanding, like, there are so many women out there who can relate to your story, whether they, they did a suicide attempt, but just knowing that dark place and coming out of that space and coming into this place where you've manifested, you got this interview with Oprah and we're totally going to go listen to the episode and see all of the things. Um, and so this work of manifestation, talk a little bit more of that because there's it's so many different fun. opinions and things out there of what manifestation is and um you know how it how it actually can apply and we can use it in our own lives so manifestation is basically taking something from a thought and bringing it into our reality so the clothes that you're wearing the car that you drive the food in your refrigerator the the dwelling that you live in it was all started as a thought in someone's mind that then became a reality, something in the reality. And in that um, transfer of energy, more, more times than not, our manifestation is ready to appear, but we don't feel worthy of receiving it. And we're the biggest blocker and the defender of our dreams, whether we know it or not. And so I think that a lot of people get turned off by manifestation. And I was turned off a long time ago when I heard about the book, The Secret, because it was so insulting to me to think that you could just write down on a piece of paper and, you know, wish that something would come true, where I was working like 60, 70 hours a week, um, never taking any vacations, sick all the time, driving in traffic. I mean, my life was just hell. And... Um, that I could do this. I just scuffed off, you know, and, and that secret, I thought these people were morons and it was very judgmental back then, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, um, and now I don't care what your opinion is, you know, that's for you and your, your energy to figure out, but um, we're always manifesting and we've been manifesting since the day we were born. We're laying in the crib. We scream, a bottle comes. We cry, somebody changes our diapers. We're manifesting from the minute that we start. But we don't really know what it is. And as we start to get older, we start to live in a vibration called conscious reality. And conscious reality is a, a difficult place to be when you're not in alignment with your energy. Because you may have a desire to become the cupcake queen of Newark. Um, but, you know, now you're family is telling you to go to nursing school because it has uh, a longer career path and you get insurance and, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's very hard to get fired or go work a job that, you know, brings you some sort of security. 
And so you start to suppress all of this stuff coming down uh, energetically into a place where you, you can't speak your own truth. You really don't know what it is that you believe in life and you really don't have an opportunity to speak up and be your own truest and highest self because responsibilities, well, that's fine. You know, if you don't have a mortgage, you could dream like that. Well, no manifest in the power of your own divine light and get four houses if that's what you want. But don't, don't use an excuse of your child or your upbringing or whatever it is to say that you have to stay unhappy because let me tell you something. You're raising a daughter or a son that is going to have the same outcome that you're in right now because you did not trust in yourself and your divine light and in your higher self and you never opened that up. You didn't really heal what what put you in that position. And you feel like, well, I don't want to rock the boat. And so I'm just going to stay where I am. I'm, I get a vacation every year for five days. We get to be on the beach. So you're going to tell me in a whole year, you're only going to have five fun days? Every day should be a part of your miracle. Every day should be a part of like, and then I woke up and then I did this and this. And coming from somebody who worked five jobs to start her first company, including Domino's Pizza, waiting tables, I mean, you name it. I took a bus to work to three jobs. To living the reality that I have now, um, it's much better on our side. Come play with us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It is so much better. And I and I'm thank you for sharing that and what that is because you know, some people out there are like, what, I'm just supposed to magically think and just sit back and what, and yes, kind of, but we also get to show up for our life. You know, we, we, we are so much more powerful than we give ourselves credits for. And, you know, I'm still finding that out as I continue to do the work. And I'm sure you're still finding like just how powerful we are because we, we show up and we continue to do this work because it's so worth it. It is so worth it. We're not meant to come and just live a life that we're not happy with, you know, no matter what you do, like there's magic in all of it. And so I love talking to people like you because I believe in the magic, Mm -hmm. you know, well, the magic believes in you. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's a symbiotic relationship. If you don't believe in your ability to attract and be a creator in your reality, and you're just constantly reacting to everything. First of all, you're living in your amygdala, which is the worst part of your brain. So why would you do that? You're never going to be happy. You're going to be sick. You're going to have all these things. And then the second part is that you are living in the manifested reality because you believe you have to have this paycheck because you believe that you have to fulfill somebody else's dream. And the percentage, the small percentage of the people on the population of the, of the planet earth that dominate all of the money and dominate all of the situations They want you to believe that. They want you stuck where you are. They don't want you to go after your dreams. They don't want you to be happy. So what do they do? They feed you all of these terrible news stories. And I know I worked in PR for many, many years. And then they set it to music and they're like, you know, here's this terrible disease that's coming. Here's this terrible situation in this country. Here's somebody else who was murdered and shot. And They want you to be so fearful and so lack of hope and depressed and that the kid was kidnapped and then this happened and this happened, the police chase and yada, yada. Not to say that these things are not important, but the attention that you put onto it is not being 
part of the solution. You're either part of the problem, you're part of the solution. And you can't be both. So it's better for you to become self-aware and tune into your own self and your own vibration and then create the reality that you're wanting for your for your life as opposed to allowing. And then what happens after the news? You're going to see 25 commercials about all the drugs you need to take and all the side effects to suppress you even more. So you're already depressed. And then you, that's what happened to me. They, my psychologist gave me Ambien, Xanax, and Adderall before I attempted suicide. And I took all of them, stored them up, and then put them all in Bay Bell cheese, and, except for the Adderall, and, 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 you know, didn't eat for three days and knew my body weight and figured it out. And so, you know, the chemicals that they want you to take are 10 times worse than the actual symptoms. But what's the solution? Pop a pill. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and nature is nurture. And you, you would be far better to go outside and, and spend 30 minutes a day in the sun and get some B12 or to walk, um, you know, walk in the forest or, or to just spend time under the stars in your car with the windows down and look up and, and say, I'm ready for this change. I'm ready to be aligned. I'm ready for this transmute and to be the alchemist of my reality because I don't want to do this anymore. And your angels and your guides and your higher self are already there with a pen and paper ready. Mm -hmm. They're like, all right, what does she want? Okay, 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 got it, coming up. And so if you believe it, you will receive it. And I now live in my dream fantasy, you know, million-dollar view home. I drive my dream car, paid in full, BMW. Um, every single day I get to wake up and – I, yesterday I was meditating on the dock behind my house and I heard open your eyes open your eyes and I opened my eyes and right in front of me was a mama dolphin and a baby dolphin oh, and a, love that. a baby dolphin is like this big it was, <laughs> it was the cutest thing I've ever seen and, and and so because I'm so in tune with that energy I knew to open my eyes I mean it was like right there and I was like couldn't get a phone out, couldn't get anything out. I'm like, <gasps> and I live and create. And I always talk to the dolphins. I'm like, show yourself to me, show yourself to me. So anytime I go outside, I call them energetically and I'll see them. They'll just come up the canal and they'll find me. And I, I wouldn't say every single day, but if I'm really wanting to see those dolphins, I'll start at the beginning of the morning and I'll tell them I'm going to be out at sunset. I'm going to be out at sunset. And I visualize them, the ones that have come already and how they've asked me by. And so you can manifest dolphins, apples, Oprah. It doesn't matter. It's whatever you believe you're worthy of receiving. Um, the universe will find a way for it to flow seamlessly into you. But we are more than likely the, the blocks of why we're not receiving these things into our reality. And my greatest gift is showing others how powerful they are. Mm. Mm. So, so good. So good. I could literally just keep talking to you and hashing out all of this because I just love your light. I love your energy. And I know yeah. what you're doing is making a huge impact. And so I'm so honored that you, you know, came and shared your story here. Is there anything else on your heart? Like, your feeling that needs to be shared before we wrap up? You know, all I want people to know is that no matter where you are right now, it does get better. Mm -hmm. And no matter what you're going through or what you're a witness to, what you're observing or what you can't figure out, 
tap in. And if you've never asked for help from your angels, here's what you need to do. Just put your hand on your heart and visualize your angel behind you. Look at their wings. Look at the light. Look at the color. And say, I invite you to be an active participant in my life for the highest and the best good with harm to none. And so it be. And once you allow that energy to be a part of your reality, boom, you will start getting the signs. Boom, the synchronicities. You'll understand this in a whole new dimensional way that nobody ever talks about and teaches. And so people like you and I have to get out there and do the heavy lifting so that we can raise the collective. And when the collective is higher, we who are in a higher vibrational state manifest way faster. So people are like, didn't you just think about that? And then it happens. I'm like, yeah. In fact, I was at a parking lot and this woman had asked me a question and I gave her one of my cards and I told her and she says, Oh really? Well, why don't you make money appear? And I said, what? This isn't a magic trick. And she says, well, you know, if this really works, make money appear. And I said, well, I believe it. Do you believe I can do it? And she was like, all right, sure. And then all of a sudden, this guy walks by and he goes, hey, is that your dollar? <laughs> and we looked out at the ground and there's a dollar bill on the ground. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I love that yeah. so, so much. Oh, Michelle, so thank you. Say, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for thank you to your guests. Thank you to your audience for listening. Um, I invite them to listen to Manifesting Miracles, obviously, anytime that they want with me, Michelle J. Lamont. But I, I'm, I'm so honored to share this time and this space with you and them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So good. I, I know you you loved this episode. You probably go back and listen to it several different times. You know, uh, share it. Sh- tag Michelle. I will link all of her stuff up in the show notes as well. And, oh, my gosh. Sister, just remember that you deserve your happy purposeful and free and you can go out there and get it right now thank you so much for listening and if you loved this episode and know of someone else who has a powerful story and are doing big things please pass them on to me it would mean the world to me if you helped me get this message out to as many listeners as i can So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way to take 60 seconds, leave me a five-star review, and share this episode with a girlfriend. Don't forget to tag me on social media, and if that's not your thing, shoot me a DM because I would like to personally thank you for doing so. We are not meant to do this life alone, and I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. Until next time.